Hey, and welcome back to a new podcast with myself and Fionn. Um, it's been a hectic week. Gyms are back in action as of um, tomorrow, and I bet everyone's nice and excited. If you're a pub goer, then you're probably not too excited, and you're probably not that bothered. However, Fionn and I are absolutely buzzing to get back and lifting some weights, and my pipe cleaner arms are really feeling it. Um, <laughs> what, what are your thoughts, Fionn? Um, well, over the lockdown, uh, I mean... There's two ways you could look at it. Obviously, gyms are closed and stuff. And before it was predominantly um, weight training. But I think me and you have talked about it at the start of lockdown. Anyway, we didn't actually realise how hard you doing body weight training is. Like you know, for for time and you know, just literally just doing conditioning and stuff. So um, I am happy to be going back to lifting weights. But I know for a fact that from now on, I'll be incorporating a lot of um, body weight training into my um, lifestyle because I actually really enjoy it. I, I, I didn't realise I'd enjoy it as much. Yeah. I think for me, it's made me realise that actually, you know, there's, there's a lot of excuses in the world and a lot of people make excuses about they haven't got time to train, um, they haven't got equipment to train and it come, boils down to basically, it, it's another excuse to use. It's an excuse to say, oh, I can't train because I don't have dumbbells to train with. But actually, I wouldn't necessarily say doing a 20 minute HIIT workout will get you in absolutely shredded, amazing shape, but it's definitely better than doing nothing at all. So when the option got taken away yeah. from us, there was a lot of people that just sat down and thought, oh, well, I'll just sit Netflix on and eat chocolate and get fat. And there was half the camp that did that. And the other half thought, well, if we can't do this, then what we'll do is we'll do something different. And I've worked on mobility, which is massive. Um, I've worked on making sure I've got my um, sleep, my morning routine, smashed all those factors. So it means that when I go back to the gym and lift weights, I'm going to be even better. But... What about your morning routine? Yeah, well, um, it's going good at the moment. It, it did go out the window there, obviously. We talked about it before of my birthday, but back on track now. Um, and what I've started doing is not every morning, but uh, four times a week, I've set myself just a goal at the moment to try and, obviously, because we talk about sustainability quite a lot. I've added a sea swim in. Um, I love going down in the morning and, you know... Um, it, it kind of it kind of sounds a little bit rude, but it's uh, I feel like I'm doing better than other people, do you know? Because yeah. no one really does that, and it feels like you are like accomplishing something. Obviously, it's nice that I go down there, but the competitive side of me that comes out quite a lot. I am quite a competitive person, and um, if I know that I'm down there, and you know, and I'm the only one doing that, it makes me feel really good. So that that's been part of my morning routine uh, quite a lot recently. But like you're saying, um. I was listening on to a, a podcast the other day. I was walking a dog and th they were saying like, obviously, because there's loads of different pillars to be health and wellness. Um, and training's only one of them. So yeah, maybe the gym's been taken away and maybe you're like 85% smashing out of the gym, but your nutrition was at 40 and your sleep was at like maybe 55. And like you just said, you know, um, the other aspects you've been able to smash and you've got them up to up to standard now so now we are back to the gym actually we are going to be able to perform a lot better because we've got other things uh, in place definitely and i mean that's obviously a massive thing that myself and obviously yourself focus on it's not just counting reps it's not just lifting weight which a lot that's what a lot of trainers focus on and that's great if that's like your focus but but for us it's kind of like you know the pillars of health and wellness and actually, you could be as fit as you wanted to be. You know, you could run marathons, you could lift, deadlift, you could deadlift 200 kilos and whatever you deadlift, whatever. But that's just one aspect of it. If your stress is 
management's crap, if your sleep's not great, if you've got no purpose in your life, if your work's not great, you don't see any like vision or where you want to be, you don't enjoy your job, you know, really you're, you're building a foundations on sand, not, and we like to build it on cement and rocks. Good I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's massive. And actually we've realized that for us, like our training ethos is much more than just rep counters. We're not rep counters. And we showed obviously during this COVID period that we're pioneers in the way of fitness and health and nutrition in the fact of we're getting people in great results with no equipment at all, just yeah. using visual, you know, social media. So it just goes to show that when we go back to the gym, we're going to have even more skills to give clients, customers and future customers. Yeah. But that's enough about us blowing our own trumpet. There you go. <laughs> let's, give you some, let's give you some content. So what we want to talk about today is, um, Fionn actually said about this topic, so I'm going to let him kind of like run with it and um, rather than me just taking over like normal. But doing what you love is a massive, massive factor. And I've noticed that over the COVID period in the fact that actually when I look at the things I enjoy the most and I think about what my perfect day would be, it would actually be walking the dogs with Bex and going for lunch, which basically I could have done the whole way through COVID. The only thing I couldn't do was obviously go for lunch, but we've been cooking a lot more. But Fionn, over to you, what do you think? Well, it's such a sparse subject, but um, obviously doing what you love is, is, is so important because um, like anything, if you don't find enjoyment, if you don't find uh, fulfillment in what you are doing, then there's next to no point in doing it because harsh reality is, you know, we're only here once and we're only, you know, we're only on this planet for a set amount of years. So if you're in a nine to five job and you don't like it, or you are running, like, like for me, this is a perfect example. I started running for nine, I think it was, was it nine or 10, maybe 11 days or something every morning, really consistently. And, um, I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't. And I thought, I, I thought, you know, I'll get up and I'll do a 20 minute jog every day. I, did, I was doing about four to five K and run the field behind my house. I did two laps for about 10 days. And I was just like, you know what? It's not for me. And if I were to carry on with that, yeah, I would probably improve my running time and I would get fitter. And I would get healthier and all these kind of things. And I would build a habit, but I didn't enjoy it. So what was the point? It, I, I, my heart wasn't in it. I didn't love it. So I'm yet to find something else that I can incorporate. And at the moment, for me, that's the sea swims. I really love doing that. Um, and today, it's just given me a boost. Uh, you know, mental clarity throughout the day. I, I feel like I've achieved something um, so massive that uh, anything that happens to me now throughout the day is going to seem like a little task because jumping in the sea, like you used to do cold showers, didn't you? Yeah, I still do them every day. Yeah. You still do them every day, exactly. Every but... Was that not the worst thought in the world when you first started doing it, like jumping into the shower and it's freezing? Do you know, I, I, I resonate with what you said earlier. The fact of other people don't do it, that's yeah. why you do it. And people go like, why do you get up and do headspace? Why do you get up and do like stretching? Why do you do that? Because I can tick off like six things I've done in the morning, more than most people do. They just get up and have a coffee. And then that makes yeah. me feel instantly better knowing that I've done six things more than what most people do. So there is a little bit of that kind of feeling of doing something other people don't do, which makes you feel better, which then makes me more productive for the rest of the day. And we got to look at it basically. And I don't mind saying it. I mean, we know our stuff about health and fitness and, you know, I spend a lot of time researching. I mean, yourself, I know you're just new into the industry, but you've 
like literally learned more in a year than what it took me to learn in like say six years. So you fast track that pace. And what we're noticing is if you look after yourself and you do the things, it makes the rest of the day so much better. And I know how good it feels to feel good. Yeah. I never want to be down here because I know how bloody good it feels to be up there. So if that means me doing cold showers every single day for the rest of my life, Hey, I'll do it. Yeah. And, uh, and that's it. That going back to like uh, where it originated, um, although it seems a little bit vague, do you love feeling like that? Yeah. Like, would you say, exactly. There you go. So do the things that you love is it's, it's so essential because you're saying it gives you a massive boost. You know, you feel better throughout the day, you know, you've got your stuff done. So that that's one of the important things. If, if you feel good personally then i don't know why anyone wouldn't want to do that i i just don't understand yeah it's like um, a lot of people go like oh well so why do you do a cold shower and i used to have to find research and like say oh there was a study where 100 people have cold showers and it improved their mood by x y and z and the other people end up yeah. suffering with depression etc but then i realized um, i listened to an audiobook and the bloke said basically if you feel better from doing something and it has an effect on anyone else, you know, obviously you can't just do what you like all the time, but if you feel better from doing something, you don't need to justify it. You just need to say, I do cold showers every single morning because when I come out, I feel bloody alive. Done. Tick box. Yeah. You know, it, it is really that simple. And other people go, you're mad having a cold shower. And I'm, I'm not telling people to have cold showers and you're not telling people to sea swim. But when people come to us and go, you know, I want to feel happier. I want to feel healthier. I want to get in great shape then that's our blueprint. This is what we do. I do cold showers, you do sea swims, you know? Yeah, and, and, and that's just a personal experience at the end of the day. I mean, yeah. it might not be for all, for everyone. I mean, some of the, uh, anyone who's listening right now, you might think, you know, oh, you sound crazy for doing a cold shower, like you just said, or you sound crazy for doing a sea swim. But actually, until you've tried it, you don't know how that's going to make you feel. The initial thought, and I, actually, it's, it's, it's a bit of a, uh, I, well, I can't really explain it. It's a bit of a weird one because if, in your head, if you think, oh, that might, that's going to be so cold, that's going to be um, horrible, you know, jumping into the sea or having a cold shower. Actually, if you do that, the way that it makes you feel good is by overcoming what you thought would be horrible because, yeah. you've, you know, you've challenged yourself and you've overcome that and that's where that, that feeling comes from. And that's what I really like because it's, it's just the thought of, you know, I mean, for you, you, you like it because no one else is doing it and, and that's the same as me. But, I mean, you've probably built up a tolerance to the cold water, but I haven't yet. So it's still a huge challenge for me. And I know it probably is for you, but the, the cold water is just terrible. But once you get out, once you walk up onto the back onto the beach, you're drying yourself off. I sometimes I, sh I stand there shouting and screaming like, because no one else is on the beach and I'm just like ecstatic. It just makes you feel amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I read um, Ross Edgley. If you've never read Ross Edgley's book, Art Resilience, uh, it was a game changer for me. And basically, whenever I thought I was working hard or whenever I thought that I was tired and, you know, whatever I've done training plan wise, it's made me realize that actually that bloke's done a thousand times harder than what I ever will do in my life. So I used to moan about going to the gym and this is what comes down to doing what you love. That's why we're going to talk about it. And I used to go, oh God, got to do uh, squats today or I've got to go to the gym. But the gym is your time and that's your time to do your own thing and have some time to yourself and get in that zone where you can work out and listen to your own music and really chill out and I don't think people appreciate it people think it's a chore but you're looking at it the wrong way you've got to look at it in the way of this is an hour to yourself where you can get in your own mindset 
you know, you've had a stressful day at work, you take your anger out on the weights or the punch bag, you know, go for a nice run. But if you're hating what you do, you're doing the wrong thing. And it's like what you feel, you said about running. Yeah. You tried running, you gave it a go, fair play. Hats off to you, you didn't enjoy it. Next thing, cycling. Try that, you didn't enjoy cycling. Why not go and do karate? Why not go do jujitsu? Why not go to the gym, lift weights? Go to an aerobics class, you know? We're not saying that you have to go and do the gym. What we're saying is pick something you enjoy doing and then you're more likely to do it. However, weight-based training complements everything you do. If you run, it makes you injury prevention, also gives you better muscular endurance, means you can run better and more efficiently. If you do any martial arts, again, it makes you stronger, protects you from injury. So you look at all those things, actually, weights should be involved in every single person's life. And it's about picking the right trainer and the plan to suit you. You got it, see? <laughs> I mean, it's about though, innit? Like, I mean, <laughs> let's not like sugarcoat it. It's kind of, it's about saying to people, we know that by doing weight-based training, you're going to feel healthier and happier. You know, yeah. you come out of the gym, you get that instant feeling, the endorphins are rushing and you feel great about it. But if you've got the mindset of, I hate going to the gym, of course you're going to hate going to the gym. If I said I hate going to the pub and I go to the pub, I'm probably not going to like going to the pub. You need to learn to love it. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. And probably the reason why you don't love it at the moment is one, maybe you're not seeing results because results are addictive. I, the sea swims, instant yeah. result. You feel great straight away. But with the gym, it's not instant. The, the gym is basically, you need to realize you've got to put in six to eight, 12 weeks of hard work to see the result. Yeah. And that's the thing you've got to understand. So you've got to understand the process and enjoy the process. Because once you get the process, it becomes easy. And I would say I'm probably, you know, my life probably the best shape I've ever been in. But I'm really at like uh, a nice relaxed pace. Yeah. You know, I love going to the gym. I train hard, not stupidly hard. I eat well. I had three, four days off, you know. Yeah. I didn't think I had steps. Sleep was rubbish. I ate what I wanted. I ate the beige diet. I ate burger yeah. and chips and pizza and everything. I've come back and I don't look any different, but yeah. it's, you need to get to that level before you can start to enjoy yourself. That, that's, that's what I think. Well, then I am um, that same podcast that I listen to quite a lot. Is, um, they, uh, a lot of the time they mention like you've got to fall in love with the process. Yeah. Um, Cause at, at the end of the day, you know, you may have someone on your phone, you know, on social media that you're striving to look like or you, someone in the magazine or someone you saw down the beach the other day and they had this perfect body and that's your goal. But actually, once you get there, you're probably not going to like it then. You're probably going to want, you know, maybe uh, less body fat percentage or bigger arms or, you know, oh, I don't like my shoulders in this photo or whatever, whatever it is. So actually, yeah, good, set yourself some goals because without goals you know, you're not going to um, progress, but what really people should, you know, savor is that process of getting there, putting in the hard work, waking up early, you know, taking the dog out for a walk or doing a sea swim or reading a book outside, getting some sunlight exposure, whatever it is, eating well, training three, four times a week consistently, doing your running, whatever it is, you've got to fall in love with doing all of that to get to that goal because, if you don't, you're just going to make it hell for yourself and you just give up within the first week. It's the harsh reality. So, yeah. Mate, I agree with you completely. I mean, we fundamentals, the three fundamentals of getting in shape, right? Activity, you get your steps in, right? 
you eat less than what you currently do <laughs> and you exercise, right? The three fundamentals. And that, that is the three things you need to know. Everyone knows it, right? Yet 60% of the population, maybe 70% of the population don't ever apply those three things. Yeah. But they look for a secret diet, a secret training plan, method. But the three fundamentals are the most important thing. But if you know that walking and doing steps every single day is so fundamentally important and you hate walking, you say you've got no time, then get up half an hour earlier and get that half an hour in before work. You know, when you finish, when you like, for example, drive to work, do you park further away? When you're at the Morrison supermarket or any other competitive supermarket, it could be anyone, right? <laughs> do you park further away or do you park right up at the nearest door? You know, do you walk to the shops? Do you walk to town? You know, could you go and meet your friend on a Saturday and go for a walk rather than sitting in the pub? There's so many things you could do. We are on social media all the time, yet we sit at home doing it on the sofa when we could be out walking, listening to a podcast and benefiting our mind as well as our body. That's you the know? thing, yeah. It's like, um, I went for a, a bit of a rough patch there. Um, I don't know if anyone listening whether you're young or old but um, obviously there's an app called snapchat you know that luke yeah and, um i went for a bit of a rough patch when we started the lockdown and it was like maybe about a week or two weeks and i just i didn't really do much i was kind of just sitting on the sofa i sit in my bed and it was just like message after message pointless looking at looking at like shark attack videos or something like that on youtube in my bed and it was like for what reason why am i doing this yeah and it's yeah. because it's it's there um so if you do like shark attack videos, why don't you just stick your headphones in and go walk the dog while watching it? Um, but I rewinding back a little bit when you were saying about, um, you know, going out and, you know, saying doing a walk and listening to a podcast. That's if you break them to a part, someone might like gain knowledge, but they might not like walking. So it's that atomic habit books talk about is habit stacking, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to put them together. It's like a sandwich. Yeah. So, so like, if you, you know, for me, when I was running, because I, I know I didn't like running, but um, I would, um, on SoundCloud, there's Discover Weekly, they've got it on Spotify as well. But I used to just press play, and if I found a new tune while I was running, I'd quickly stop, have a breather, add it to my playlist and start again, kind of thing. And that was me habit stacking, because I knew I didn't like running. But I love my music, and I love finding new tunes. So you, you, you combine the two together, and it, and it makes it more effective. And that's what, well, I didn't ever really like run, running but i love my music so that's what made me kind of do it kind of yeah, thing definitely. so you, you you got to find the enjoyment in it yeah it's like a phone rolling for me right i know i need to phone roll i get stiff right and my mobility i neglected for years and years and years so i phone roll for half an hour every single day now i don't want to sit in another room and phone roll but me and bex will sit and watch a tv program and i'll phone roll for half an hour of it i'll just sit in front of the tv and phone roll i've killed two things because i've spent Time with Bex, watch the program on a watch, and I've also phone rolled. Three things. Three things, yeah. yeah. So I've done, I've done like two things I love and one thing I need to do. It's the same with walking. It's like call a friend whilst you're walking. It really, yeah. it really isn't as hard as what people make out to be. And I think the biggest problem I think is, is that you look at what that person is doing here and you're here, but you forget that that person went through the same process as you. And actually what you do is you stack habits and you gradually build on habits. And this is my level I'm, ha I'm happy with here, but I'm yeah. looking at people in front of me, up above me, and I'm thinking, well, I want to be there. But I need to understand, again, it's the process, fall in love with the process. You know, we want our business to be even better than what it is. And I guarantee you, we will do one podcast a week for a year. 
we'll do 52 mm. podcasts. You know, most people will do podcasts and they'll give up after five podcasts or 10 podcasts because they'll just run out of things to talk about or they've got no oomph. But the fact is, got to be consistent and you've got to keep plugging away so make or find out ways of doing what you like doing with things you maybe don't like doing and combine those together and that makes a little a perfect recipe because now yeah. i sometimes like going walking and not taking my phone with me and having that kind of quiet time and that's really nice but beforehand i had to have my phone with me and i've got yeah. to a point now where i couldn't imagine a day goes by that i didn't do ten thousand steps that, that I don't, that doesn't exist in my life. What's it for you? So Yeah, same here. If I'm, because there has been a couple of days, I mean, we all have days, you know, where we're maybe doing some admin work or we just cannot be bothered um, to get up and do anything. You know, you're sitting at home. Maybe you have been doing work, maybe you haven't, and you haven't got them in. But I, again, the competitive side comes out to me. If I don't get them in, you know, I feel like someone else is beating me to yeah. where I want to be. I mean, um it correlates like in a, in a gym or something you know you shouldn't look at other people and say oh he's lifting more than me I, everyone says that I, I mean it's two sides of the way it's, it's the way you interpret it but if you look at someone and they're lifting more than you some people would go oh you know there's no point I might as well just give up because I'll never get that strong I'll never get that big but actually um you should flip it on its head and say you know he is lifting more than me I'm, I'm not going to get egotistical but that gives me a bit of an oomph a bit of a challenge and um, because I want to get to that stage at some point so it makes you work harder and um same with the steps like you, you know you're saying there's not a day goes by without 10,000 it's the same with me if I'm sitting at home I just start itching if I haven't got it if you've got the watch on and you see it's below 10 and it's like pfft, nah it doesn't feel good it's been part of a crew, isn't it? It's tick boxes. And like, yeah. you know, like we said about tick boxes in the morning and like, you've got to get those tick boxes in. And my day is a, a million times better by doing the tick boxes. So when people say, are you always as happy? Um, are you, is it pretend happiness? You know, um, do you really enjoy those things you do? I went out on a two day bender with my mates the weekend. There's five of us. I basically probably got eight hours sleep over the two days and I drunk far too much, ate rubbish food, um, did do a morning routine, I probably got steps in, and I felt like a bag of potatoes. And I would far outweigh, <laughs> I'd far outweigh feeling good all the time than just initial like six hours of feeling good or, or, or five hours of feeling better than good, just having a few beers with your mates to then feel so terrible the next yeah. day. And that's just, that's the way I am. Sometimes some people say, well, I don't agree with that. I love the weekend. And yeah, you can have it, but it's a moderation. If you want to keep going out, you know, Friday, Saturday night, then sitting in bed all day Sunday to then repeat that, that, that is great. But if you really ask yourself deep down and you want to feel happier, healthier and get in great shape, you, you'll be a haps on a wheel doing that all the time. You need to actually, you know, take control of your life and think, what can I do and put steps in place to actually be happy all the time, not just happiness from drinking alcohol. It goes back to the, the, the tick boxes that we were saying. For me, um, well, I recently, about a month ago, I ordered a whiteboard and it took, it took like three weeks to come, which was a bit annoying, but got it literally just up there. And you're saying about tick boxes. I've got um, just a list at the top right. It says fundamentals. So for me, it's at least 15,000 steps a day. At least that's minimum. Uh, two litres of water. I have to read a chapter of a book 
I have to have a sea swim and train four times a week and 100 grams of protein in. Bam. You're talking yeah. about the book. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the books make, I'll tell you what, the book is massive. Like yeah. if, I, if I could reverse what I did, like, a, like, a, like hit rewind, what I've paid on courses. I mean, I must have spent thousands on courses. I've probably spent, invested in myself at least minimum 10 grand on yeah. courses. Right? And the amount I've got from like 15 pound books is ridiculous. Like yeah. I probably spent about 200 pound on books, 10 books maybe. And from what I've got from 10 books is just insane. So when people keep asking for, I know it's about doing what you love, but when people ask what the, you know, what the secret is, there isn't a secret. The secret is consistency and hard work and doing that day in, day out, will get the results. And the book I read to slight edge explains it all. Yeah. And it's basically doing those things day in, day out, 10,000 steps, 10,000 steps, seven hours of sleep, two liters of water, you know, hitting your protein goal, being in a slight calorie deficit every single day, bang. And you will get those weekends where you fall off the wagon. I had them and actually it resets me and I've come back, you know, more buzzed up because I've actually realized how nice it is to feel good that I would never want to feel like that all the time. Yeah. So I think a big thing with everyone, if you are struggling and you're just saying, you know, you don't like going to the gym, you don't like doing that, it's more of a mindset thing and actually go to the gym with a friend or a big plug here, get a trainer. Um, Fionn, for example, uh, Mel did an amazing post about you yesterday saying that the best thing she yeah. did was invest in a trainer. And we're not just saying it, it's not a shameless plug. We're bloody good. And the fact is, if you do want to get in shape, then that's, it's time to invest in yourself. You know, yeah. the, the time to either spend 50 quid going down the pub or actually spend... 50 pound invested in yourself to become a happier, healthier and fitter person. Yeah. It's your choice at the end of the day. But what we are saying is we can help you and fast track you to that level. And actually, if you've done the diets and you've done this and that, we know what works. So we can actually get you there far quicker. And that's the big thing. That's it. Um, massively. I think, you know, some people can do it on, on their own back and that's that's like me and you i'm obviously not boasting or anything like that I'm not trying to say we're better than anyone but that's just the way it is we have the motivation um obviously like you're saying we fall off the wagon and stuff and some other people might like uh, might be like that but at the end of the day if you are someone who can't do it don't feel um lesser or don't feel embarrassed or don't feel bad about asking for help because actually one of the one of the mo the best things that you can do is ask for help if you're in a bit of a bad place or if you just need a bit of a you know kick up the ass to say to say the least um yeah it's, it's, it's like you say investing in yourself that's massive what have i done what have i done this month what i what i invested what did you invest in oh uh, you did that uh, you did a course when, when was it last weekend was it last weekend i did a whole day um, um, Mark graham Kill Graham, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Did a whole day's yeah. course followed by like a year's mentorship. So I'm investing yeah. in myself because I know how important it is, because I know how important it is to have a trainer to accountability yeah. and get results. So I've then put myself accountable to improving our business and making it better. It's, it's like it's a it's yeah. a no-brainer, you know? It's the the healthier you are, the happier you are, the more productive you're gonna be at work, the better you're gonna be with your family, with your friends, with your community your all round life is going to be better. So it's a mm. massive thing. And if you say, I don't like this, I don't like that, try a variation of different things, you know, try a bit of yoga, try some Pilates, you know, try 
Zumba or a dance class if you're a female or, or male, sorry, not being like, not stereotyping, you know, you could be anything, you it could be anything, Can you? Um, or go to the gym, but go to the gym with a friend, or if you don't want to go to the gym with a friend, come get a trainer. Stack them together. Yeah, stack them together. Yeah. Have fun with yeah. your friends at the gym rather than having fun with your friends at the pub and literally waking up every Sunday morning with a severe hangover and thinking, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> all right it's not yeah we're, we're not judging people i've been there many a times and i was there at the weekend Twice. you know but it's just about understanding that's to do it now and again and the majority of the time you want to be looking after your health especially with this uncertain period going over mental health and physical health has to be an absolute top priority you know you can't i'm drunk it's like um yeah is that is it's a a point because you're saying about you know you said about moderation earlier but Obviously, we're not shaming anyone in, like you say, going out on the weekend because we all do it. I do it probably a bit more than I should. Not going to lie, that's absolutely fine. I'm I'm working on that at the moment. Um, but it's like it's like well, they used to install on us in school everything in moderation. So you know, you you, you eat your your good foods, and then it's okay to have a bit of bad food now and then. But people can make that correlation with food, and they understand that. But they can't make the correlation with um, you know, feeling really good throughout the week and, you know, maybe having a few weekends off and then a weekend, you know, you go heavy, you go out, you go out with your mates, you enjoy yourself, maybe get the bad sleep, the bad food, all that kind of stuff, fall out of the routine. It's the same principle, you know, yeah. you have the really good food and then you have maybe the 80-20% rule. So, you know, three weekends of the month, you have, a, you know, a weekend off. Definitely. You know, chill out, whatever it is. And then one weekend, you go out to the pub for a late night with your friends, whatever it is. It's, it's just, it's all in moderation. I really want to zone in on that because um, that's what people need to get their heads around. You know, moderation is massive. And it's another thing is like, people enjoy a glass of wine and we're not hating on that at all. We can fit that with your lifestyle. So yeah. we know we can make that fit and make it work. It might mean that, understand a few facts and being a bit stricter in different areas, but we can definitely fit that in. But yeah. it does a glass of, it's a glass of wine for you to wind down and maybe we need to work on another aspect of you winding down for your day. So does that mean just literally going for a nice walk, going for a sea swim? You see what I mean? Going to the gym. You know, at the moment, the wine is what chills you out, but let's find something that's yeah. actually a nicer way of winding down after a hard day. Do you go on the punch bag for 20 minutes? You know, do you go for a run, cycle? You know, finding something that allows you just to vent a little bit rather than just grabbing a bottle of wine and drinking it on a Friday night. Yeah. It's, it's looking at other ways of kind of just chilling down and winding down and getting out that work zone. And that's what all yeah. of it is. It's, it's pent up stress. And it's just kind of said to yourself, right, rather than this is my old way of doing it, I'm now going to do the new version. Yeah, ma massively. Um, it, it's just uh, um, converting maybe a bad... Oh, I hate the word good and bad. It's horrible because yeah. it feels like you're like putting people down, but maybe a glass of wine here and there is okay it's good yeah um but if it's like every night a glass of, even if it's not a bottle a glass every night that's potentially a bad habit well we'll say it it's a bad habit yeah. yeah a glass of wine every night is a bad habit like having a couple of beers or you know whatever it is having having something as soon as getting from work to chill you out try and convert that slowly don't do it too quick do it very slowly convert into it you know maybe you have a glass of wine every single night of the week to chill you out so maybe two nights of the week you go out for a walk instead of your glass of wine 
Yeah. And then you start to realize, oh, outdoor exposure, you feel good, you're getting the nice clean air. You, you, can, you can gather your thoughts. Don't put any music in, just gather your thoughts, whatever it is. Then you say, oh, you know, I really like this, three nights a week, da, da, da. And soon, soon enough, it will come. Don't, let, don't rush it, but soon enough, it will come. That, that, will, that bad habit will just naturally fade out of your life and you won't even notice it. You won't even realize. And then yeah. that also brings a good feeling as well because it's not just a good feeling of doing the, um, doing the good thing. Like, say, for example, we're doing a glass of wine and a walk. Two, three, two nights, um, you're going up for a walk. Five nights, you're having a glass of wine. It slowly converts. So you have the good feeling of walking, but you also then get the added bonus of saying, oh, you know, look, I haven't had a glass of wine for a week. Like, like I used to have one every night kind of thing. So it's two positives that come into one. So yeah, just, just slowly let it happen, but just introducing new good habits into your life. Nice and, nice and easy. And just start off small, but the thing is it's slight edges in it. It's going to compound over time. And if yeah. people are trying to lose body fat and trying to get in shape, cutting out two glasses of wine a week won't have instant effects. That's a 400 calories, just a bit less than that. See, just say it's 400 calories. But over a month, that's 400 calories a week. Over a month, that's 1,600 a month. So over a year, that's like, what's that, 16,000, um, 19,000, just say 20,000 calories. Yeah. That's 20,000 calories. Well, we know it's 3,500 calories burned a pound of fat, right? So yeah. what's that? Three and a half, seven, five, five, half, pounds. 14, five pounds, just over five pounds. So yeah. in, a, in a year of just cutting out two glasses of wine a week, you've lost five pounds of body fat. You cut out four glasses of wine, that's 10 pounds of body fat. So yeah. by the time you've done that and you've increased your steps by say 2,000 steps every single day, that's a stone you've lost in body fat. And all you've done is cut out three to four glasses of wine yeah. and then an extra couple of thousand steps. But you're not gonna get that instantly remember that it's not going to come at you overnight and nothing does but the whole fact is something that's easy to do is also easy not to do so it's easy not to drink the glass of wine tonight but it's easy also easy to drink it as well mm. so you've got to actually look at the long-term benefits as opposed to the short-term benefits and that's the secret source well, directly correlating to that right if you're yeah. saying four glasses of wine eradicate yeah. that from your lifestyle um, that was that 10 pounds of fat, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, but roughly, yeah, just coming like roughly, yeah. around that, around that. Yeah, yeah. depending on if it's your height, yeah. your weight, and how much you're moving and stuff like that. Yeah. But four glasses of night. So that's, that's, that's simple. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not wine drinking myself, but you usually get three tall glasses of wine out of a bottle, right? Three tall glasses. So you can have one tall glass on Friday, yeah. one tall glass on Saturday, and one tall glass on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off. Yeah. Which is which are all work nights. I know yeah. Sunday is a work night, but it's, everyone likes to wind down as on a Sunday. So that's free. So if you're taking four out, that's easy. You know, it's just the weekdays that you need to cut out, kind of thing. Yeah. And that's uh, what I think. It's so simple, but the thing is, people want it now. They want it now. They're like, I want it, want it, want it. And yeah. the fact is, we're just starting these podcasts now, right? We're starting all this, you know, content. And it's, this stuff isn't going to pay off now. It's going to pay off two, three years down the line. That's yeah. the secret, right? The fact is the people that do it the longest always end up getting the best benefits. Yeah. You tweak, you adapt, you get better. And the fact is that 95% of these people listening to this podcast, it makes sense. People understand it. They get it, right? But they won't do it. Yeah. 5% will. That's yeah. the thing. Be the 5%. You know? Be the 5%. I heard you yeah. say that on a, on a talking like the other day, yeah, yeah, before you went away, yeah. 
be the 5%, be the 5% that do the things day in, day out and realize that actually it's understanding that you will get there, but it's going to be a journey and it will take time. But you'll look back and think, bloody hell, I feel good now. And once yeah. you're at a level, you can then keep tweaking. It gets easier and easier and easier. Trust me, the mountain never stops, but it, takes, it gets easier to climb it. That's it, exactly. The mountain never stops. That's what I was saying uh, earlier about your goals. You know, you may have this crazy goal of looking like someone, but actually the amount of time it's going to take you to get there, that's, that's the good bit. But once yeah. you get there, the mountain never stops. So you're, you're going to want to go higher. You, there, there's more places to go, yeah. Hence why lockdown, COVID, people should have been adapting, mobility, aerobic fitness, your mindset, right? Get that right. Because then when they go back in the gym and the strength for the weight side comes to it, bang, you'll be lifting more weight. You'll be more mobile, less risk of injury. You would have fixed all your mobility and all your, you know, all your gait problems. Do you see what I mean? You'd be able to run better, run more efficiently. Then when you're back in the gym, boom. But if you've just sat down and watched Netflix and chilled 14, 16 weeks, <laughs> then you've done no work. That's the thing. It's pivoting, moving on. And actually, once this is right, everything else is easy. That's, what more can we say? Hey, what, what more can we say? Not a lot, mate. We're going to... No more podcasts. We're finished. Last yeah. podcast, guys. Finished. We're done. We just wrapped it all up. It's finished. Wrapped up that because we just gave you the answer. That's the thing. <laughs> if, if you do, you know, gym's opening tomorrow. Literally tomorrow. If you decide you want a game plan, you want to really fire yourself up, 2020 is not over, Okay. If you want to improve your life, you want to become happier, healthier, and get in great shape, reach out, send us a message. You've got us all the socials, Fiona and myself. It's nice and simple. It really is that easy. If you're genuinely serious about getting in shape and being a happier, healthier person, reach out to us and we'll have a chat. We'll see if we're the right fit for you and you're the right fit for us. It's got to be a game plan where we work together. And that's the thing. And that's what we've understood. So that for me... Is, is my finisher. Have you got a finisher? Have you got an end move? An elbow drop? or like... an end move. Well, um, <laughs> lost, lost for words. I'm, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got yeah. it all off my chest. Yeah. No, um, yeah, just, just try and take some of the things on board, like we were saying, just making the slow. The, the, the main thing that um, resonated with me was just just take it nice and easy. Take it slow. It's um, enjoy the process. That's that's bulletproof in my mind. That's, that's actually up on my board as well. Um, uh, I've also I've got a couple of quotes flying around on the board. Another one is um, it, it says I have to, and I've scored the half to out, and then it's underneath it says I get to. So instead of thinking, oh, you know, I have to go to the gym tonight, I've got to train. One of them is, oh, well, I I I, I earn the money to get a membership, and there's a there's a gym five minutes down the road, so I get to go to the gym. Whereas someone less fortunate me fortunate to me might not get to go to the gym or. You know, I've got a car. I get to go and buy some good nutritious foods. Not, I, oh, I have to go to the shop and buy tonight's meal kind of thing. And that's, that's massive for me. Um, that's, that's changed my mindset over the past couple of days. Yeah, massively. That's what we're going to install on this. You've got to do a different quote every single week. Oh. Yeah. I really? get to, I get to, I think an absolute smasher and wrap it up there because that finishes. Rather than I have to, I get to go to the gym tomorrow. That's yeah. massive. Right, I get to go for sea swims. I get to go for runs. Stop moaning and groaning. Right, you get to do a lot of things that yeah. other people don't get to do. So, if you're moaning about your life, everyone's in 
probably a worse situation. There's always someone worse off. Remember that massively, all right? Yeah. So appreciate what you've got, appreciate the time you've got. And like Theon said, I get to and apply that to every single thing that maybe you were kind of moaning about and you realise actually we have a bloody good life. Yeah, spot so, on. On that note, we're, um, up, we're out of there. Hey, <laughs> see you all soon. I'll see you next week, all right? Spot see you on. soon. See you, Theon, bud. Bye, mate.